0: and you life.
1: <laughs> just like that. <laughs> you're,
0: you're still alive. you have got to be a little less of that. Um when I did the thing, I don't know if you always watch it, but when I did it last week, yeah. I said uh this week we're going to be somewhere really awesome and we're going to <laughs> I'm going to come from somewhere epic and we're we're not well, we are. Home is awesome. Yeah. But everything changed. Um so I just I just tweeted and said uh, a very different weekly update. Shout-out link to some positive for COVID. Yep. You're, you're negative now, but yeah, you shouldn't laugh. But it's just it's just been one of those weeks. Um, last week changed our views on the pandemic and has dominated our lives. We're fine, mm-hmm. and she's now negative. But that's what we're going to talk about this week. So should we... So what happened? Because it has, I think, fundamentally changed your views.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you should definitely give like how it all kind of happened because we were at least lucky enough to know where we contracted it from.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we, we know the whole thing. Uh, so I, I tweeted the other day, it was the 29th, wasn't it? 29th, we went and got our booster. So we've just like done all the shots exactly when they're meant to be done. We did the sort of the first shot as soon as we could and Australia was kind of rolling them out by demographics. So it took... A while for us longer for you because you're young <laughs> <laughs> but we did the first one we did the second one and then australia was obviously just trying to manage the supply so mm-hmm. they they went uh okay we're gonna uh we're gonna start doing boosters i think when we got ours it was like five months after the second shot wasn't it
1: yeah it was like uh, five months in a day so yeah we did yeah.
0: ours five months and one day in fact um, it would have been five months but we we're having a Christmas party with uh, a couple of our neighbors we talk about neighbors and my parents and we're like look we won't because that was on the 28th so we won't get it on the 28th just in case we're a little bit off color yeah we'll give it another day and so we did it on the 29th and I tweeted on that that day I was sort of saying to people look you know like do you mix and match the the uh, the, the companies uh, do you you know like, we'd had two Pfizer's, you know. Do we get another Pfizer or do we get a Moderna? So, anyway, we got a Moderna, and that was sort of the popular opinion. And we're you were pretty much okay, weren't you? Oh,
1: yeah, I was fine. Yeah, you were like, fine. Yeah, I, was fine. I couldn't even feel the shot, like, it was he was just so good, oh, that yeah. guy. Um, and then like the next day, I felt a bit more like a sore arm, just normal, yeah. and um, and a sore armpit <laughs> of all things.
0: So, um, we're, we're like pretty much fine on the 30th and then we went oh. a, as far as I can throw a ball <laughs> over the road so we went went to a neighbors and we like we'd planned on doing this already and i mean th- this is uh, we we have a especially since you've arrived we have a very friendly <laughs> neighborhood uh and we we often see people like literally within a stone's throw of, of our house so we we saw uh, and we, we we probably shouldn't name anyone's names but hmm. We can gesticulate. So, we, like, we saw the people there and the people there and my parents on the 28th and they were all here and it was, like, a nice night. And that's that we sort of did our Christmas there because we'd just come back from, from Hamilton Island. Mm. And then we um, uh, we did the shot on the 29th and then we went over there and we had, like, different sets of friends. So we we had... I, th- I think we figured out a total of... There were, like, six couples that went, wasn't it? Yeah. So six couples that went, like... Literally over the road. Uh, and it, it, it is a, a stone's throw. It was like... over the Okay, it was over the road in one house. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: It was. And we weren't there for that long either because we felt a little bit run down after the booster.
0: Yeah. So... So, <clears throat> so we, in fact... Uh, you know, was that like exactly... I'm trying to remember. Oh, it's just all become a blur now. Like it becomes a blur in the holidays anyway and then it becomes a blur. No, that was... Um, one week ago was New Year's Eve, so it's this. Yeah. It's the it's six thirty p.m. on Friday the seventh here for us at the moment. So we went there eight days ago. Yeah. In fact, eight days ago now we're over there, and we went over the road, and you came back for a bit, and then you came over there again. Then we we were we left after six. We got back before eight. Like we were there for less than two hours.
1: Yeah.
0: And we came home because we came home because we were feeling a little bit, you know, booster under the weather. And then we're like all getting ready to go away on our holiday on the second. So we're going to go up to further up in uh, in Queensland and do awesome stuff, which we will do in the future. So we won't sort of spoil just, the surprise. It's
1: just postponed. It's postponed. It's not cancelled.
0: Um, but then the very next day, <laughs> like the, the hostess that we'd seen, what was the message? You can explain that. She
1: was like, <clears throat> like Charlotte, I might have a bit of bad news. Uh, woke up with all these, you know, COVID symptoms, runny nose, uh, like uh what's it running nose fever headache i'm on my way to get tested for covid i don't know when the result will be but i hope i haven't ruined your holiday
0: (laughs) and then (laughs) and we're like i won't say what we actually said but anyway (laughs) and then like two hours later she's like yeah i'm positive yeah and and like when she first said that it's because Maybe it's particularly me, but because I'm very analytical, it's like I'm doing all the maths. I'm like, okay, so what percentage of people that get tested actually test positive? Oh, mm. it's, it's, at the time, I think it was like single digit percentages. So it's like, okay, odds are on our side. You know, like how are we going to mitigate the risk of going away and possibly being sick?
1: Yeah, it's also because like in Queensland now they have they changed the rules the night before we went over there, didn't they? <coughs> so so I,
0: actually, the the entire country changed the rules. So yeah, right. Australia is a little bit like the U.S. in some ways in so far as you, you have like state laws and federal laws and, and the, the the federal, I'm not even sure exactly how it works, so basically the federal government decided that they're going to redefine what a close contact is. Mm. So literally on the night of the, when we go? The, the 30th. Yeah. On the night of the 30th they said, a close contact now is someone you live with or if you have been within confined space for more than four hours. And we're like, Okay, basically, you're just doing that to try and alleviate... down the country. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, much. try and take the pressure off yeah. the testing system. Um, you're still... A cl- like, none of the epidemiology or the biology or any of it has changed. Like, you were still in a confined space. Yeah, but having said right. that, so like, we went over there. I stood outside for most of the time drinking beer with a couple of other people... You were not. I think we actually did the numbers. Like we went back through the ubiquity security cameras, and it's like, okay, Charlotte went out at this time and came back at this time, went at that time, and you were like sixty nine minutes. Yeah. But we both had the host Absolutely. And,
1: and ate from the food that she was serving. Us. And this
0: is the thing, because even for for all of the discussion around like, don't get too close and don't touch hands, it's like, hang on, like she walked around with trays serving us food, mm. and she would have, you know, like <laughs> you just picture all the particular. It's, it's gross when you think about it. like all the stuff coming out of her mouth that landed on the, the yeah. food. And then she served us drinks. That was definitely. But she was
1: absolutely <laughs> she was like the most like energetic, oh, happy. She, was, fine. she yeah. was no like any indication that she would have and she didn't she she's so responsible, she would never have actually hosted yeah. a party unless she felt that like if she had, had any symptoms. And
0: and to be clear, when we say party, like yeah. there was them and two of their kids and one of their partner, adult kids and one of their partners. Yeah. And then there were like, I think, six couples and mm. three kids. So, yeah, like on the on the 31st, we were like, what the what the hell are we going to do? And, and long story short, we managed to, to just postpone the holiday and, and we had no idea whether we'd be positive or not at the Which time.
1: I think it's a good thing. I think for us, especially here in Queensland in Australia, we've almost been a bit spoiled during the mm. pandemic, so... Even for us, like when we went over there, you don't have probably normal precautions that you would have elsewhere. Like, you know, we are very much of, we've been able to hug each other here. And yeah. so you, I think that's the difference too.
0: Well, I mean, I, I've even said on this, this live stream a few mm. times, like I think we got very uh, very casual about the whole thing because yeah. we had so few cases. And, and I, for the longest time I was saying, you know, like we've got a country of, or a state of 5.3 million people. It's twice the size of Texas. Uh, and it's and we'd had like seven deaths which is no longer the case unfortunately but um, so that was the 31st and and we 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 just out of an abundance of caution especially because we we're meant to go on this holiday with my parents as well who are both in their 70s which yes. is obviously a high risk demographic and we just kind of went stuff's getting so weird that we managed to uh, hold it off and then I'm just looking now because we, we put everything in a one note um, when stuff started getting weird but Basically, we we've gone over there with all these neighbours. We left before eight. <laughs> Most of our other friends were like, "Yeah, we're there till like one a.m." And now these are people that should know better, really, than to be out at the one a.m. Yeah, they
1: should. But
0: good if you're listening. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, in, in all seriousness, they have having a, a good time. time. Yeah, was, yeah. But as soon as you say that, it sounds like.
1: But, like, you <laughs> yeah. know, both the hosts is, like, from Scotland and Ireland. Like, you just guaranteed to have a the an best time. Yeah, yeah. All right, so everyone's <laughs> drinking.
0: Uh, oh, Richard Campbell's here, too. Nice. Hey, Richard. Uh, so, anyway, like, we, we kind of went, well, like, they're, if anyone's going to get it, they're going to get it. Not just because they're out so, like, they were there for, like, we're working on this four-hour basis. We were there less than two hours. They were there more than seven hours. And, mm. and we're like, oh, well, you're you're stuffed, if, like, if anyone's going to get it. Mm. And then we, everyone is then just sort of sitting around figuring out what what happens next. So New Year's Eve, we're meant to have more of our friends over here, and we're like, nope, <laughs> like, we're not going to see anyone. So we had New Year's Eve, just us and the kids here. That's well, um, because
1: all of them had been over there, the ones that were going to come
0: here. Oh, uh, no, not all of them, because some of them hadn't been there the night before, but then we're like, you guys haven't been there, so you haven't...
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, true.
0: And this is the problem, I'm sure for many other people, you've... Um, you've been through this before and there's like someone's just made a comment so let's listen to you guys it's almost like going back in time to the early 2020s in the pandemic we, we just didn't have to worry about that here at the time because <laughs> yeah. we, we, we just had next to no cases yeah um so we end up doing new year's eve on our own here and it was just like us and the kids and we could sort of see the fireworks in the city from here and I was tired, but the kids like, no, 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 I really want to start till midnight, so I'll start till midnight. And then the fireworks go off at midnight, and they're like, I'm bored, I'm going to bed in the middle of the fireworks. I'm like, why did we stay up? <laughs> but looking at our chronology here, so on on the 1st of Jan, um, you had like a couple of mild symptoms, mm-hmm. and but they're like super, super mild. And and part of the problem is, and it, I, I feel like in a way, we're probably talking to a bunch of people that have, have been through all this a million times, and they're like, you know, what's new but for us it was very new but we just kept going is this it like did my throat just tingle yeah. you know you kept saying did i you know oh, i feel a bit hot i feel a bit hot and it's like well at least we can empirically measure that so that's, it's like that's true don't.
1: it's probably because i'm norwegian i'm still trying to get used to the climate <laughs> oh. <laughs> because it's like it is very humid here as well
0: but so. it's like do you have a fever or are you in australia in summer yeah um so, yeah,
1: and it has been very humid lately too, so...
0: Yeah, and that's true too. Like we often get up well over 90% humidity and it's been up 30 degrees or something. Mm. And then as soon as you do anything and the air con's not on, it's like, yeah, you're hot. But throughout the whole thing, you, you never had a fever and at least with a thermometer, you've got some sort of empirical measurement. Like
1: the top, top fever was, not fever, but temperature was 37.2.
0: Yeah, which isn't a fever. It's like, you're fine. Yeah. That's Celsius, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you, you are fine, but then on the second, you woke up with a sore throat, slightly blocked nose, congested sinuses, and it's like really, really, really minor, 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 minor stuff. Um,
1: oh, yeah, but that's the one. Uh, oh, yeah, that was before. Okay, but
0: it, it was very minor things. Actually, there was, there was one other thing, and this is sort of core to the whole theme here. Um, <laughs> Richard says all Norwegians are hot in Australia. So, <laughs> Richard, all Norwegians are hot summer or not, mate. That's... We agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, when we, well, one of the b- the big problems we got here in Australia, and I, I think it's similar in many other parts of the world, is is access to testing. Now, I had, um, you know, I was wondering today when I actually ordered this. I'll check another time, but I, I realized we had no home test kits. So in Australia, we had rapid antigen tests, which are equivalent to the lateral flow tests they have in in places like the UK. We had no tests, and I think it must have been around about the twenty eighth, and I was like. We, we probably should have a pack. And I had seen them in Officeworks, which is just like an office supply store here some weeks ago. And I was I was like looking at them going, ah, one day I'll need to get some of those. I didn't worry about it. Yeah. But then I went and, and started looking and it's like they were really hard to get. And the only ones I could find were on Kogan. And Kogan just basically sells everything. It's largely electronics, but they also had rapid antigen tests. And the only... The only thing they had left in stock was a pack of twenty for two hundred Australian dollars, which is what's that in GBP? Probably about eighty GBP, something like that. Mm. Um, but you know, ten bucks a pop, which you know, that's reasonable. So I ordered those, and, and inc- incidentally, they um, yeah, that they did that they definitely did not arrive in time. So we get to the 31st, and we're figuring out what the hell to do. And and my mum manages to find some in Coolangatta, which was 45 minutes away. So I'm like. I was going to say speeding. It wasn't speeding down there. I, I drove expeditiously at the speed limit down to cool and gather and managed to get some tests. Uh, so, you know, fortunately we had some tests because we were hearing that, like, getting PCR tests, like getting in the queue oh, was... Oh,
1: yeah, it's a nightmare.
0: Well, people were saying it was hard. Uh, so we're like, okay, we've got to get rapid antigen tests. And um, so I managed to get some down there. This is New Year's Eve as well, so the chemistry actually shut. I had to call them up and they opened the doors and we went in and got the got the tests. So fast forward to like second of Jan, and you're feeling like a little bit off. I was just reading here, temp showing thirty six point nine. So just for people still in Fahrenheit, you're meant to be like basically thirty seven. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, and I gave you the test. Now you you'd had a PCR test before, so you'd had a professional do it.
1: Yeah, and it, you, you know like you you do get teary when you do yeah. that. Um, but having somebody who hasn't done it before. That was
0: painful. I was, I was basically testing in production. Um, <laughs> so I, I wish you
1: watched that YouTube video before you tried it yeah. I me, because it was... But yeah, I think we realised that we got probably the test not correct, did we? Or, or maybe well, was, we're,
0: we're, we're not sure, but yeah. one thing I just realised when, when I picked this up, the reason I'm drinking out this big blue bottle, Australian Cybersecurity Centre bottle, is as soon as we got to the 30th and it's like you could be positive, we just went like full... You know, full uh, don't get sick mode. So yeah. it was everything from we we'd normally use these glasses, which we're kind of back to now. But this glass looks exactly the same as the other next to it, so it's like who's been drinking out of it? And there's four of us in the house, so it's like okay, everyone gets their own bottle, and it's got to be different, completely different. And then everyone was like, you know, it's
1: Freedom Day for me today. Oh,
0: today's Freedom. <laughs> it was like just drink as much water as you can, and loads of vitamins and. Yeah, eating fantastically. Uh, we've, we've had our first beer today in, in a week. Uh, it's just all that sort of stuff. But the, the test that we did for you on the morning of the second came back negative. And then I'm like, did I stick it in far enough? Like, did I get it, like, right back up the nasal canal? Yeah, because that's
1: what you always think that it does, that it goes straight up, but it's actually going more out to the side, isn't it?
0: Well, it's it. it in the videos I watched, I watched an epidemiologist use a skull... <laughs> to demonstrate it which wasn't weird at all but he's like got a skull and he's like you know it's basically sort of got to go in so i watched that and then the next day uh so that that test was negative on the second then on the third i did a test on you and it, it was positive and and then um I, I guess without sort of going into too much detail not because it's gory or, or, yeah. or sensitive but because it just gets repetitive yeah but i mean what were your, your symptoms uh
1: symptoms uh mostly runny nose just clear, fluid, runny nose, a tiny bit of a cough. Uh, and just like, I had like a little bit of ache just just mm. right here, which is like always when you feel like you have like a sore throat, it normally gets here. For me, it was just here.
0: But like I could hear, you know, and you can hear that, The change of tone in someone's voice when they're a little bit congested Mm. so but it was only very very. I think if you were here talking and people hadn't heard you talk before people would be like "Ah, yeah but I I think what was really interesting and this is one of the the cruxes of the things we learned is that we were one of six couples that went over there so everyone at the same time was like hey like how do you feel do you have a (laughs) cough do you have a fever like what's going on and we um because of the way the government guidelines are changed and we were not close contacts, we kind of went, okay. So we're not, I guess, legally speaking, close contacts, but we were in close contacts. So we went, okay, we will... The
1: washing machine just finished. Oh, that's my bad shits. <laughs> we'll come
0: back to that. <laughs> so we went, okay, we will go out for a walk, but not go near people. We went out for a board, but not go near people. Mm. So we went out for a walk um, on New Year's Day and, and one of one person from one of the couples we saw on the other side of the road. Um, and we're like, hey, mate, you know, how are you feeling? Is, is everything good? And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, it's fine. I just went and got a PCR test, came back negative. And we're like, all right, first of all, how the hell did you get that? Well, yeah. it was 9 a.m. on New Year's Day. <laughs>
1: Everybody's been out.
0: So that's why, because everyone else was hungover and they didn't want to get one. Mm. And then we, we left and we're like, hang on a second. <laughs> Wasn't it like a day and a half ago you, you were there? Like, is that reliable mm. and I, I think that part of the, the problem that we're all having and even today we're still having is just trying to figure out the facts like what are the time frames what are yeah. the ranges what are, again like numbers person I, I, I want the numbers and we, we kind of went it just feels like that might have been a bit premature and then he was one of the folks that would have been there until you know i think he said he was there till twelve thirty in the morning uh so you know definitely loads of contact now he later tested positive uh and oh, yeah, i, I think he was sick too. yeah he was he, out of all the positive people you got out of it the lightest um, i think
1: so
0: yeah but he was he was quite unwell after that and we, we kind of went you know that that's that's really pretty dangerous isn't it because he would have had a false sense of security from getting his false negative so he would have been out there like he was wandering around walking his dog but i don't know if he went to restaurants or mm. who knows but anyway, the, the, the long and the short of it is out of the six couples, there are six couples and three kids, all... They were nine, 11, and 12. So Ari and L nine and 12, and, and one other kid was 11. Mm. So out of the six couples and three kids, the only people who to date have not had any symptoms or tested positive is Ari, Al, myself, and one other adult. Yeah. So I don't know how we did that because there's 15 people and three of us in this household... You share my genes ah, just saying could be who knows uh not positive which is which is kind of stunning because if, if you think about it so that, that's 15 people that went to the house and then i think her a couple of her kids were positive as well weren't they
1: uh one uh, well only her daughter and then her boyfriend was negative Okay, all right. And Gordy was negative too. Remember cause... we weren't using names? Mm. <laughs> so
0: anyway, that's okay. There's lots of, there's lots of them out there. Um, I just found it fascinating that you've got, you know, 15 people that go to this thing. And if you take the kids out of it, because the kids seem to pretty much ride this out. And we've got a, a couple of friends who have got... Nine-year-old kids who have had COVID and showed zero symptoms, but they just tested positive because they were doing regular lateral flow tests—that sort of thing. So who knows? Maybe our kids have. But um, I I think the the level of contagiousness is what kind of shocked us, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, it's especially considering like yeah, every pretty much everybody who was there was infected.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I have no idea how. I wasn't I mean we got our booster the day before exposure and it's meant to take a while isn't it for yeah, the booster and, to kick in
1: and the night before I tested positive was the night I felt the absolute worst during mm. during this time like even before I went into isolation
0: but then when, when we look around us and it's it's actually been kind of weird and we've, we've been taking lots of photos and I might share some of them at some time but it's been very strange because most of us can see each other like from our balcony and you're mm. sort of waving at people and and yelling across the the canal because we've got water on the back and we all sort of face around there. You know, like, how are you feeling today? How's it going? The sun has sent and the garage door is still open. Some automation is (laughs) so cool. So we've sort of been yelling around each other and eventually we end up using technology and creating a WhatsApp group as well. But, uh, you know, the the folks here in their, their 60s, got hit harder, and, and everyone was double-vaxxed, at least double-vaxxed, if not boosted as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: but the one that wasn't impacted at all, he is boosted and is probably the Prob- same age as the uh, Yeah, well, the in, one in, well the in his 60s, yeah. yeah.
0: So we, we don't know, but um, they got hit probably the hardest because he's had, you know, fevers and so on, but I, I guess that's the other thing that, that kind of struck us. It's like, and it's not to trivialise it, but... Nobody has been any yeah. sicker than what any of us have been before. Is, is that a reasonable way of putting it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but then you sort of look at that contagiousness again and the thing that kind of struck me is we're looking at it going, um, I can never remember a time ever when I've gone to drinks or a party or something like that and like 80% plus of people that were there have all caught the cold or the flu or whatever mm. it was and, and we've all been to events where people have been sick before this so there's there's certainly e- even though we, we got out of this with very very mild symptoms and it sounds like most people around us are now on the mend as well it's just stunning how it's just stunning how contagious it was
1: yeah but, and it's like um, there was like this Christmas party in Norway that really got a lot of attention and news one Omicron was starting to kind of spread. Like, I think the the deal there was that everybody who wanted to attend to the party had to actually be double vaxxed. They were, but still all of them got infected.
0: Well, look, I I think we always... The anti-vaxxers don't get it. (laughs) I think we always understood that being vaxxed, double vaxxed, boosted was not a guarantee of not catching it. Uh -uh. It was going to lower your chances and it was going to reduce the symptoms if you did catch it. Mm. Now, did it lower your chances? Maybe it did for me and for the other guy and for the for the kids, but everyone else got it. Did it reduce the symptoms? Well, or, or, you, you never know because we can't AB test this, right? It's like, no. what would it have been like if we didn't have it? I don't know. So Phil's just asking here, he says, um, so you said in your tweet the last week has changed your views on the pandemic. What specifically about your views has changed? Well, I think the big thing that's, that's changed, would it be fair to say we, we're we much less fearful about it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, But then again, like for me, that's been in isolation. Like, it's never really fun sitting there regardless, even though you're feeling mild symptoms. But then you do read a lot about it in the media, and there's often reported about very serious cases. And then you're just thinking, like, you know, am I through it? Am I just on the start of it? Like, it's that uncertainty. Uh, But yeah, like, I, I do feel like less fearful of it, but I also feel less fearful of it because I felt like we were so prepared.
0: Well, let's talk about your isolation in, in a moment. Mm. But to answer the rest of Phil's question, so I, I think the things that 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 have changed, Phil, is is where we're much less fearful of it. insofar as our experience directly, and the experience that we've observed in our like immediate vicinity with people of all ages. So, so the youngest is is old. That was it was nine, and, and the oldest would be what mid sixties, I guess. Mm. Uh, you know, everyone's done pretty well out of it. So so that has changed. The other thing has definitely changed is just the, the the understanding of how contagious it is. Mm. And, and as a result of, you know, now coming through this, it's like until things settle down, like I just... I, I kind of don't want to see people. Mm. I, I really... I really don't.
1: Yeah. Um, it's probably a bit easier. I can still catch it again, but it's probably a bit easier for me to add it. But <laughs> still, like at the end of the day you need to kind of get on with your life but i feel if we have the choice which we do now in the school holidays Mm. try and like reduce the the impact
0: i mean this is a
1: crazy rapid exposure at the moment
0: i I don't think it's a binary thing you know you Mm. you hear people say oh you got to live your life it's like well what are you saying like you either live your life or you don't live your life it's like are you choosing life or death it's it's more a question of, of what's the right balance. Mm. So, you know, f- f- for us, and, and we'll have to talk about our environment as well because we're fortunate to be in this, this place, but it might mean that we go out for walks and bike rides uh, or we go out on the water or something like that, but we don't go to a movie or we mm. don't go to a shopping centre. Uh, and that's, that's sort of living our life insofar as we get, we get to enjoy it and we get to do the things we like, but we minimise our risk.
1: Yeah, but, like, let's say if you've had neighbours who's been in the same situation and if, let's say, we all are that group that just stick together, like, then I wouldn't feel...
0: Yeah, but also, you know, it's it's summer in Australia, maybe we sit outside. Yeah. Maybe we don't hug. But, I mean, a good example of living a life, so our daughter was meant to go to a, um, a birthday party, which, which is probably a ninth birthday party uh, on Monday. And we ended up saying, look, it's just regardless of our situation here it's, it's just too too risky you know I'm, I'm really sorry and, and like literally 30 minutes later they cancelled the birthday party anyway yeah. because of the riskiness but let, let, let's talk about your isolation because that was the other thing so we you know we, we kind of had this situation where it's like the kids and I had no symptoms you had mild symptoms then you had a positive test and in fact, the, the day of the, the negative test, which I still don't know if I screwed up, we still slept in the same bed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell you at the time, but I was like, maybe i just face the other way. Like, you know, Did <laughs> you? Yeah, because I, I was like.
1: I remember I was like, I, I, like uh, my hand was over at you and you're like, oh, we shouldn't hold hands. That's what you said. <laughs> you're just waving me away. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but. <laughs> romantic.
0: Everyone's kind of winging it, right? Like everyone's <laughs> figuring out what, what the hell do we do? Now, once you tested positive, we just went like, okay, we.
1: Oh, I remember that so well. We were sitting in the bedroom, on the chair, and like we'd just gotten up in the morning, and this was before we even had coffee. And you were like, okay, let's just do the test. And if you do the test and you test positive, you have to isolate here for until it tests negative. And I was like, say what? And then it came back positive, and it's like, right, so five days later. <laughs>
0: so we um we sort of like no one knows who's sick and who's not so we we took the view of you've got symptoms you've Mm -hmm. tested positive like you you've got it yeah so we went all right we'll just literally shut the doors to the to the master uh and you you won't come out until you test negative if I test positive or if the kids test positive as well, we'll, we'll just deal with that and we'll figure it out at the time uh, or, or if we show symptoms. So, yeah, that, that's what we did. So we, we, we shut the doors and outside the doors we put hand sanitizer. Uh, the kids and I all had our own mask. I don't know if you saw, but I wrote all like a little letter on it. So it was yeah. like an A for R and E for L, D for Dad. Wrote little letters on it. And any time we came in to like give you food or drink or things like that, it's like we put the mask on, you put the mask on. We had a little stool that you weren't using that we'd sit, you know, like several meters away on. And we did that. So all of the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, is it? What's today? Seventh. Did we do it? No, because you tested positive on the third, didn't you? So third, fourth, five, sixth. So you did that almost for five full days Mm. um, because you, you tested negative earlier today. So we just kept doing that. And... You just stayed in, in the room. But I, I, like, the number of times we went, I, f- I feel so sympathetic for people that are in an apartment or something like that or a small space where they don't have the options.
1: Or in, like, just hotel quarantine. Or hotel It doesn't have any yeah. balcony. You're not there. with surrounded maybe with your family. Or, or just, like, for, for us, it's like I could literally walk out on the balcony and look at you guys playing in the pool and have a chat with you guys.
0: And that's that's we're really a bit fortunate because you mm-hmm. had an ensuite, uh, you had a, a master with lots of room and, and you had a balcony that had sun in the morning. Mm. So I was getting like alerts on my Apple Watch, it's like Charlotte's just figured a or, or completed a yoga workout and I said, Okay, let's <laughs> <laughs> see so making the most of it. Um, so you I just, discovered
1: Apple Fitness.
0: Alright, so yeah, yeah. Pro tip Apple Fitness seems to be good. Yeah. So you just stayed in there and then we literally made all of your meals, all the of your drinks. Yours. You didn't do any chores, and I got to
1: see all of my Scandinavian TV shows in peace and quiet.
0: <laughs> you sound and like I you
1: <laughs> well, I think it's really important when you you are in isolation. It's really easy to become negative, so you just have to like really focus on the good stuff. It's like, just take it as a, a like a spa retreat <laughs> almost. Like, just focus on your health. You know, eat well, um, watch. TV shows, like n- try not to think about the negative stuff because it is really easy to just yeah. sit there and feel sorry for yourself or feeling isolated, or um
0: and it's really weird too because we had masks on the whole time and 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 the, the masks have been a I guess until several months ago in the state that had been a really rare thing i don't think I'd the only time we had worn a mask up until probably the middle of this year was either on an airplane or going into an apple shop yeah <laughs> like that was it That's we it. just it just wasn't a thing so it was very weird for us to see each other with masks but then as, as you said like you could be on the balcony and you can see down to the pool or we're we're at the back in the canal and you could see down there and we're like you know 10 meters away or something and you could, like, wave and talk, but it was just super, super, super strange.
1: Then again, I felt almost like there was a, an isolation community for us because since all of our neighbours were in isolation, we all kind of came out and we stood on our jetties and we were kind of, you know, yelling over the canal, asking how they were doing. Like, I felt like at least I wasn't missing yeah. out on a lot of things. It's not like people were taking their boat out. <laughs> but,
0: but what was different is that you were the only one that was isolated to one part of the house so everybody else that they basically all had it and and even the 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 couple with the other child the the uh, 11 year old over the canal from us they're all sort of i think they slept in separate beds or something like that but Mm. you know they're still all out there together and and it looks like he uh the the child has had it as well very mildly but Mm. um but yeah you got locked up inside the house and I, th- I think you know this, but I just basically made the kids do loads of stuff. <laughs> so, so We literally had Ari like... I wish like, I
1: could do that. He
0: did good last night, though. He made nice salmon last night. He was enjoying that. I had that.
1: the best room service on that um, isolation.
0: Al was making you like sorbets and things like that. So that was pretty good. And I, I, Again, I was like, maybe we'll share photos later on. Bringing you up like Heineken zeros. <laughs> so, so that was pretty good. But we... Um, like your symptoms disappeared really quickly because they were so mild. Mm. And you, you didn't have any yesterday... And we're like... The, the, the problem now, and, and we'll talk more about the testing in a moment too, but because the, the tests are so hard to get, we're like, when do you burn a test? Mm. Because every time you use a test and it's positive, like we, we need... And I'm not not sure if it's like legally or you just should, but we wanted to see a negative test before you came out of there. Yeah. So we, we ran one yesterday morning and you came back positive straight away and we're like, okay, well...
1: Yeah, it was a really clear positive.
0: I'm not sure... Sh- like, like we I all kind of joked you're... about it. It's like, is it like being half pregnant or not? Like, can you, can you be half COVID? <laughs> anyway, but some people had said, like, you know, one of our friends over here, he said, look, he got a he got a weak positive. So, well, that probably means you have it. Mm. So anyway, like we, I guess we burned that test yesterday, and, and then we got to today and, and did it again, and and you, and you came back in the clear, which is which is good. I and mean, it's was, it was always just a matter of time, but everyone's trying to figure out how long it is. And then on the PCR testing. I mean, this is, this is just a, an absolute mess in Australia. Uh, and, I, and I know it is in other parts of the world too, but it seems like the system has just been so rapidly overrun that you know, this is partly why the government changed their requirements where they said, look, now you're only a close contact and you need a PCR test if you've had more than four hours. And it's like, hang on, it's like one, one breath of someone else's mucus that sounded really bad didn't it? Mm. But, you know what I mean. like one breath and that's that's enough um but they're trying to alleviate the pressure and we had pcr requirements for people traveling into state uh because we've been locking down borders you know that had to go and now we're, we're seeing these test numbers which are astronomically high but every out of everyone we know probably what like 10 20 percent at most have actually been able to get a test
1: yeah yeah, it's crazy. Even like a friend of mine, I was. Um, she's based here on the Gold Coast. She said she was on a uh, um, PCR. Um, she called it festival, basically. So they were up for at three thirty a.m. this morning, and there was a long line in front of the test centers.
0: But see, I mean, then Richard's made a comment here. He says testing positive does not mean you're infectious. A PCR tests can show positive results for months. And, and like this is part of the problem too, where I don't know. Really? <laughs> now I trust Richard, <laughs> so I trust him more, than, is
1: a very smart more guy.
0: than just about anyone. Uh, but but everyone is sort of grasping for shreds of information, trying to figure out what they can and can't do. I don't know if I'm positive now and I'm asymptomatic, or the kids are positive and asymptomatic, and based on the guidance that we had from the government like a week ago, if you're a close contact, which we now are by any definition because we've been living in the same house, we should return a negative test before we um, before we go out into the community. So I, I think the kids and I will do that over the weekend out of oh, an abundance of caution. Can I the swab test? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I guess so.
1: <laughs>
0: I guess so, now that you know how to do it. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, it's just kind of a worrying thing because we, we are all kind of guessing we're just so guessing
1: but yeah but I, with the with the, the the rat test as well like even when we saw for some of our neighbors they weren't sure whether they've done it right there's a lot yeah. of frustration around the rat test like you can see that um a lot of people just seem to fall back on the pcr test and find that they trust that more than actual the the rat tests
0: well now we're hearing from the government that if you if you have a positive rat you don't need to get a PCR, which, which kind of makes sense because I, I think one of the great epiphanies, and, and maybe to go back to, uh, to to the question before that I think it was Stephen that asked, it's like, you know, what are, what's changed of your view? My, my view of the testing has changed. So, you know, Charlotte is, she's not on the record anywhere
1: mm-hmm. as having
0: had COVID because you've never done a PCR. I was listening to the Premier of, of uh, our State Premier today doing a talk and she was saying, there's a hotline you can call, I think, if you have a, a positive rat. But it's like, well, oh, for what?
1: Yeah. And we're going to have an app
0: soon. And then you'll be able to report. And, you know, maybe that makes a bit more sense. But we just kind of got to the point where, like, well, and, and this is not to sound like an antivax or it's like, you know, it's just like the flu or something. But what would we have done then? Well, it, it just, it always went under the radar unless you went to the doctor and then it wasn't centrally recorded anyway. So... I guess what's changed my view of the testing is it's, it's like, particularly when the supply of the rats is really limited, like there's got to be a good reason to test. Mm. Uh, so, you know, if you've got symptoms and you've had exposure to someone else, is that a good reason to test? Because you probably shouldn't be going outside anyway.
1: Probably not.
0: <laughs> you know, like you, you, sh- you should be waiting until you have no symptoms and then you need to go out, and then you're, okay, now let me make sure. And, and this is, I guess, the view I took with with the kids and I. Like We could have tested over the last few days, but we would have burned a limited supply of tests, and we mm-hmm. don't know when we can get more. And if we need them to go back out... So it's just interesting to, to hear all the comments here. Um, so, yeah, someone here says, now you have to report your positive rat in Victoria. Oh. Well, that's... I'm just not even sure how I feel about that because that that's something that's first of all self-assessable. So you have to you you have to number one take the test correctly. Number two be positive, and number three have the impetus to actually report it. And then number four, like, what does it actually? What is what's the upside? Yeah. What's what's the and it's not to say that people shouldn't do this, but I'm just literally trying to think through it and go, okay, well, if you report positive, what does that actually do? And then if you report negative, actually, that's a good question just there for, for Nick007. If you report negative or if you test negative, do you have to report that? I don't know.
1: Isn't it more for them to figure out how many people are infected versus who's in the hospital to see if it's actually less contagious? Like, um, That's like a lot about that in the media in Norway at the moment, just trying to figure out, okay, there is a lot of infection, but it's still not pressures on the hospital.
0: Well, that that seems to be the more reasonable measure, and I, mm. like I've been for, for ages, as you know, like every day I've been watching the numbers. Oh, you
1: are the COVID man! Like, <laughs> I feel like you know everything that needs to.
0: But it's it's just been a fascination with the numbers, I and mean, when we come back to the discussion before, it was like you know, numbers guy. I like seeing that. But now that the numbers are so massively underreported, and are probably not even that consequential, what's probably more relevant is what are the hospitalisation numbers, because that's that's more reflective of the pressure on the system. Mm. Someone here says, why you? Te- uh, why are we testing, yet the result does not change the treatment process? Which I think is very true because we we, we kind of went, if, if we, let's say someone's got symptoms. Look, our friend's over here. Mm-hmm. So they were debating. So they made multiple attempts to go and get a PCR. In fact, I think the comment that she gave you one day was, um, they got turned away at like 9am saying there's already people here that are going to be queued up till five in the afternoon and people who are literally arriving at 4am and sleeping in their cars. And then I don't know if you heard it, but she told me a story cause you're in your balcony <laughs> saying Charlotte's like Rapunzel, like she's up in her balcony. Yeah, called <laughs> the
1: princess tower. Um,
0: Stay but I was talking the to them right and they said one of their sons went to an event and someone was positive. And they ended up taking their car to the queue, parking in the queue, like in the evening, going home. Really? Yeah, and then coming back to their car the next morning and then just getting wow. in. And so a whole bunch of people were pissed off. But but see, if the, and, and this is the problem. Like if they had one of those rapid antigen tests and they could have just done it at home, they wouldn't have needed to do that. Mm. Anyway, but to the point here, what does the uh, testing... Let me say it again. Why are we testing yet the result does not change the treatment process? So when they were saying they want to go and get the PCR test, remember we were saying at the time, it's like, well, why? Because
1: you know that you kind of...
0: Because what may the right question, and I think this is the point Tourist here on YouTube is making, what will you do differently if you get a positive versus a negative test? Hmm. So if, if you're positive, you're going to stay at home, take lots of fluids and vitamins and get rest, all the rest of it. If you're negative, you're still sick <laughs> because you've got symptoms. Yeah. So I almost feel like the the value of the test is only once you are well, demonstrating that you're no longer positive. And then to Richard's point, maybe you weren't contagious anyway, but at least it proved you're no longer positive. And someone's probably going to pop in now and say, just because you're not positive doesn't mean you're not contagious. And then we'll be like, oh, shit.
1: Well, somebody had
0: all the race had that I think. Ah, oh, crap.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, just like sometimes struggling to read the comments and listen to you talk at the same time. That's like that's where I struggle. Yeah, it's all
0: in a weird language. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so. So St- Stephen here said in the UK now positive uh, LFT so lateral flow test or RAT no longer requires a PCR follow up. So that's that's the same here in Australia. now yeah. So that was, you know, breaking news.
1: But even though, like, let's say it's for people that is currently sitting in isolation, they can't do the PCR test and they're not able to get a hold of the rat tests. Like, what do you do then?
0: I've, I think you just wait until you're well. Um, but, but you know, we're all talking about people that, that have symptoms which for the most part aren't too serious. Our, our hostess, who seems to be the, the point of original infection, and incidentally, she feels about as terrible as you can all imagine she feels, right? because she's I was going to say it's not her fault it, it actually is, it is her fault but it, it obviously wasn't conscious or, or deliberate and no one has any hard feelings about it. but uh she's the one person that ended up in A&E and and she went to A&E and I, I think they basically just sent her back and told her to send her home and said take Panadol right yeah so to
1: take more Panadol and uh, rest up and she's feeling much better now but
0: and that was only what three days ago she went to A&E yeah about that yeah so um, So Nick 007 here says, I think the only good thing about reporting it is so you have it on record. If you test positive again more than seven days later, you can get cleared by a doctor to fly or go out again. Possibly. We're not flying anywhere for the, <laughs> for the, the, uh, the no. foreseeable future, are we?
1: But I'm so glad that, let's say if we'd done that test on the first of Jan that I took, that was negative. Was it a negative on the first? or No, second? Second, second. second was negative. Well, that was like if we'd gone on our holiday ah,
0: and yeah. I like, ended ah. up sick well, the, away.
1: This,
0: this was kind of our worst nightmare because we, we were going to fly to, to Cairns, which is what, two hours that way. Um, so still in the same state because that avoided all the testing problems and things. And then we we're going to go on and do other things that we'll talk about another time. But we we're sort of like, what would happen if we got there? And then any of us, because at that time, we we're like, look, any of us could be positive. What would you do? Like, you'd be in the hotel. Would they would they kick you out after you? Because we're only going to be there for a little while. So, will they kick you out after that? Or do mm-hmm. they have to keep you there? And then you're in the hotel. Like, if, if we're going to be... If, remember at the time, we're like, if we're going to be sick, we want to be sick here at home. Yeah. Because it's just so much easier to manage.
1: You can even see now, like, the, the article you sent me the other day, we went to Hamilton Island over uh, oh, at yeah. Christmas... And like now that's all the day trip trips are pretty much shut down, aren't they? Cause I, I don't a- think
0: they're even taking any more, more people at the moment even for accommodation. So where we were, it like, was only just over a week ago, wasn't it? Ten days ago. Yeah. Um, Ten days ago, 11 days ago. Yeah, you, you can't even go there anymore. And that's the other big thing that's happening here, and I know that it's, it's very similar in other parts of the world too. We're just seeing all of these businesses having to shutter, um, not because they can't get customers because their staff are sick. Mm. Uh, You know, like places down here where we would normally walk to all the time, we haven't been able to do that last week, but, uh, you know, they're literally like we've just had to shut because we don't have the staff. But I guess on the plus side, assuming their experiences, and, and, and if they're working in hospitality, they've had to be vaxxed or double vaxxed since 17 December anyway, so, you know, they're double vaxxed, most hospitality staff i guess are younger as well like they what do they have a week off like you and
1: well it's remember when we were staying at qualia they thought they had one case and they had to have multiple guests isolate oh, in, yeah. in in addition to the staff because that's when you're talking about that 4 hour mm. close contact and i think that's why they had to change it because so many yep. ended up ending up in quarantine
0: but that, like that, that night was probably two weeks ago, where we, we spoke to one of the staff at the hotel, and they're like, "Yeah, someone was here in the possum." We're like, "Oh, holy shit! Like there was corona yeah. in the
1: <laughs> near <laughs> us, <laughs> and it was
0: at this like tasting night that we were going to go to, but then we didn't." I was, oh Maybe shit! Just we could drink
1: champagne by the pool. Instead. <laughs> yeah, that could have been us.
0: How quickly that changes. Um, Rento Rento Mobu BTV. It's a bit hard to read from this distance. Most people are not going to follow the rules. They're too complicated, and you can't find test kits. And I, I think that's really true as well. So that mm. the big thing that kept hitting us is that we're, we're looking at all the numbers, because we're numbers people, and we're like, this is just so far from the truth, it's not even funny.
1: But there was a, a, a case in, in Norway, and I know I have a lot of Norwegian references, but it's because I'm Norwegian. Mm. But before Christmas, there was somebody that was literally selling negative rat tests for people to buy
0: you didn't see this because you're um you're doing your hair for oh. this when i tweeted it but this is in apple news today this is okay we, we gotta laugh um the story here is why you shouldn't share pictures of your covert test online and right. this is the headline and then the body of the story is basically because it could be used as evidence to falsify negative tests they have illustrated this story with a photo of someone holding a negative test. Right. The story about don't she... Uh, anyway. But also, like, is, is is this your proof? Is your proof of a negative test to walk up with, like, a JPEG on your phone and mm-hmm. go, hey, look, that's That's just ridiculous. It is. <laughs> but you can't really just test everyone in the way. and It's like, let me just stick this up your nose and swab you. Now, please wait here for 15 minutes just to see if you... have
1: but in fairness, those rat tests, they, they the result comes through a lot quicker than 15 minutes.
0: Someone's asking here about non-COVID stuff. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the exception here today. Uh, you know, I mean, Stefan's making the point here. A, a, like, Iceland's a similar sort of thing. Uh, and Iceland, the point of the test, is mostly for tracing, so the authorities can contact those. Let me see if we can just zoom that.
1: Yeah, okay. thank God, because I was How's
0: wondering it? if my eyes are getting bad, because I was just Well, playing. mine are too. Um, oh, Scott's here. So, Scott...
1: Well, you're old,
0: so... Yeah, yeah. but I could read it. <laughs> Scott says, do you think that Novak Djokovic will get to stay in Australia? So, for, for folks not following the tennis, I think there's a story on like tennis. Well beyond tennis. Um, so, Novak Djokovic, world number one, 20 Grand Slam titles, same as Federer, same as Nadal. Uh, he's got the best chance of being the greatest... Of all time, at least in terms of, of wins. Uh, he had COVID early on, so he had COVID probably about 18 months ago, and he uh, he obviously got over that. And there's all this, uh, Australia's got really strict border controls. So, you know, at the moment, like your family can't come here. Oh, no. Um, we, we've only just had the ability, say, for me to fly out, but I don't want to because of COVID. So anyway, to, to get into Australia at the moment you've got to be double vaxxed or you've got to have a medical exemption and, and Novak Djokovic is uh, he's sort of making these claims that because health and privacy and everything, he's not going to disclose his vax status, which which just frankly is stupid. <laughs> so I'm not gonna upset but people. But he says he's
1: contracted COVID in within the last six months. So that's the requirement, but like,
0: but he's still, like our PM's been out there just going, look, you got to be double vax. That's yeah, it. you need
1: to be vaxxed. Like it doesn't matter if you've had the COVID, you still need to be double vaxxed to get in, unless you have an exception. But he only had COVID, but he doesn't have oh, the shot. It, and it, it, it looks
0: like there's some. I mean, frankly, it's it's, it's all on him, and the, the, I think that the problem now is that the the Australian government is trying to say nobody gets special treatment, which which us as as Aussies are very, very much behind because we're a little bit tall poppy here, where if someone seems to be getting preferential treatment because they're important, everyone's like, screw you, man. <laughs> like, we're not very happy with that. Uh, so anyway, he appears to have like appeased Tennis Australia and the Victorian government, but not actually had the right exemption to meet federal requirements so our borders are controlled federally you don't get to just decide down in victoria that someone's allowed in because otherwise they come in there and then they go somewhere else in the country so he he's been detained he's locked up in in uh um quarantine the same place that they've been keeping asylum seekers that's the big story at the moment yeah i saw that they're like no and then the serbians are like this is anti-serbian oh my god well it's because it's
1: an uh, Orthodox Christmas, isn't it? So they, Is it? Yeah, they want him to be in a better accommodation because it's an Orthodox.
0: Oh, that's going to go down real well. But the, the problem, it's become such a big issue, and he, he's mounting legal things, and then, like, his father's, like, he's being held captive in Australian government. It's like, no, nah, he can go home whenever he wants. <laughs> like this. So in answer to Scott's question, I, I don't think he'll get to stay. I really don't, because it just sends such, it sends such a poor message in terms of preferential treatment that, and, and clearly he didn't have all these docs and paperwork in place before he came here. I think it'll be a miracle if he gets to stay, and I think there'll be a, a huge amount of outrage if he gets to stay. So uh, I love watching him, and I would love to see him play, but I'd like to see him get booted out.
1: Harsh.
0: Controversial. Yeah, well, particularly when you look at all the shit we've gone through lately. And <laughs> yeah. Like, I was going to say everyone's trying to do the right thing. Not, I mean, even we know people that are anti-vaxxers and... and mm. Oh, Yeah, we don't see them. Uh, Stephen says, wondering when someone's going to mention Djokovic. Um, Stefan, we've had a really good team of people, uh, MAD, EUP of police and healthcare professionals, doing all the tracing, I I, I think, made up of police and healthcare professionals. I, I mean, this is the other thing, like, there's not a lot of politicians I think we really like. Like, it, it doesn't matter what side of politics you're on or where you are in the world. Most people think that politicians are dickheads. But, holy... Like, they've had such a rough time of it. Like, uh, no... I feel
1: sorry for I that. I think
0: our Prime Minister's a dickhead. But, holy shit, like, he's just been dealt such a harsh card. And it, it doesn't matter what people do. You're wrong. It's like that. the big debate here in our state has been... Yeah, there are people screaming, open the borders, open the borders, just just to the other state, like let people from 30 kilometers that way in. There's all this pressure to do that. And now there's all these people going, ah, oh, you should never have opened the borders because now we've got COVID here. And like Western Australia, which is a significant portion of the country, they've got very few cases there. And they're like, haha, see, we didn't open the borders. And I, I didn't tell you this, but I bet Kit, my mate down in Adelaide, who we're with bang on a year ago now, I said, I bet you within the next two weeks, WA is going to be having hundred cases a day, like plus easy, 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 and then it will mm. be thousands. Like you just, you just can't. You know how big that border is?
1: Nope, I'm still learning about the geography I, I, in I Australia. I think
0: the border between Western Australia and the rest of the country is about three thousand kilometres. That's insane. Like it's, it's massive. It's just ginormous. Um, Brendan, I can't tell if the rain fucked up my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's something else or if the mic setup is off I, I think,
1: um, I, think, it's I, think I think it's
0: you mate I, I think we're okay um, Well, this, this is it's something else not, not COVID related it's, it's weird to go no this is tech it's off topic but um, Scott's uh, so Scott's been traveling a little bit when we landed in Oslo for Christmas they tested everyone on the way out of the airport just sit down for 15 minutes and wait for it to develop okay that's interesting so Scott what would have happened if you were positive? Um, and then a little bit further down, he says, as Charlotte said, you don't normally need to wait 15 minutes to see the line, but it allows a weak response to develop and be visible. So when we when we tested you today, we, um, yeah, we're, you're just anxiously watching. It's like you, you see the, um, uh, what do they call it, the, the control line. Hmm. And we're like, okay, the control line's there, and then you're just watching. Where's and the then other one? You line? see that it's
1: kind of passing the first mark. And yeah. You're just like, and then it starts to become really clear on that one line. And you're like, yes, yes. It's but like, it's like racing. <laughs>
0: it's when like, you were positive the other day, it's like immediately. Oh, that, yeah. that line was there, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: no doubt. So, AK Tech here has actually asked a, a non-topic question because Co- well, made a, a comment. Novak is going to stay win the court case on Monday and shock everyone and ScoMo will not be happy about it. Um, look, honestly, I, I think it could go either way. I, I'd like him to get booted out just on principle, which I, th- I think is why most of Australia feels, but there is a legal process and regardless of how most of Australia feels, if he if he does meet the criteria, he'll get to stay. If, if he doesn't, I'm pretty sure he'll be booted out. And we'll see. So Stefan said the same thing about everyone getting booted. Now Scott says your mic is clipping, peaking a bit. Troy, is the game too high? We haven't haven't changed it, but I'll I'll take it down just a little bit and we'll, we'll see. Um, AK Tech Ring's money will win at the end. Yeah, if, if, if there's even a whiff of that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll find out very soon. Um, what else has happened that was relevant?
1: Well, I've been stuck inside a room for five <laughs> days, so I only got out, what, three hours ago, four hours ago, so...
0: I know. And then we're like, how long can we leave it? Um, Yeah. Because we're we're like, we don't want to burn a test prematurely.
1: That's true. Well, I had to like spend an hour and a half just sanitizing the entire bedroom.
0: Yeah. So it was like, hey, you're negative. Uh, Just clean everything up and then come downstairs. So yeah, you you sanitize everything and then chucked everything in the wash. And uh, look, is it enough? Was it too much? I don't know. know. Maybe in a few days we'll have a better idea of that. Luca says, uh, An official Italian software for generation of vaccination passes displayed a preview of the digitally signed QR code before saving. So criminals just took a photo of the QR and then discarded it. This let them have an officially signed QR code without leaving any trace in the logs, not even an authorized user who generated it. That's pretty impressive uh what I say, necessity is the mother of invention. Like, people will work out ways. But th- I, th- I think another side of this, so we're, we're talking to Raf, our, our mate who runs the restaurant here, Scott knows Raf, uh, the other day, and he runs an Italian restaurant uh, and he's a part-time flight attendant, so he got, like, the double whammy. Mm. But he, he's a super positive guy and he was worried leading up to the 17th of December where we required all hospitality staff to be double vaxxed He's, uh, and, and anyone entering the premises as well um, if you want to go and have a pizza you have to be double vaxxed and he was worried about that about his staff becoming the, the, the police people of, of the uh, anyone who enters but when I spoke to him the other day he said it's actually been really good he said like everyone who comes in pretty much understands that our vaccination rates as a country we're, we're over 92% I think double vaxxed for age 16 plus mm. so you're left with a small single-digit percentage of people who know that they shouldn't be there if some of them try it on. It's a very, very small fraction. But I think to... I'm just raising this in in response to Luca's point here. I don't think any of these systems actually have to be perfect to work. Hmm. You know, like, even if there are... And I'm sure that there are venues. I mean, we went to venues after the 17th that didn't check our VAX So even though it's not perfect and not everyone's testing or, or, or checking it it's obviously still been impactful right absolutely what are our numbers so we're, we go to covidlive.com.au as a nation we're 91.9 percent double vaxxed but then that the problem is our state is 87 and a half and our city is lower than that so i don't know if you saw but the premier was like singling out the gold coast today she's like you know you guys need to do better because we're somewhere south of that uh, so AK text says, when Australia was in lockdown, Hollywood actors uh, came to Australia. Uh, I, don't know, I scrolled off there somehow. Hollywood actors came to Australia and they went to live in Byron Bay. Well, actually, um, a
1: lot of them are living in the Gold Coast at the moment because that's where a lot of the movies are being shot. And uh, George Clooney, he was staying at Hamilton, Hamilton Island.
0: Yeah, so he was, uh, him and Julie Julia Roberts, Roberts yeah. Um The... There's, a, again, a bit of a challenge, which is um, th- this balance of how do we, how do you have a consistent set of rules and then how do you also keep economies going? But so, they still
1: had to isolate. I don't think Djokovic was supposed to isolate when he got here.
0: No, but I think he had the option where he could isolate for two weeks. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out when we see all the new stuff soon. But, you know, with, with sort of A-list Hollywood folks coming here... Um, you know, if, if they fly in on their private jet and they stay in some exotic mansion for two weeks but they are meeting the requirements that everyone else has to insofar as they are forced into quarantine and if they require double vaccine then they double vax. Like, I, I don't have an issue with that and I don't have an issue with, with the government applying the same set of rules but giving them the ability to do that in a way that, that keeps this industry going too. We're, we're trying to have a film industry particularly here on, on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a bit like the Djokovic thing where, where no one wants to see people getting shortcuts because they've got the means.
1: Oh, no, but all of them have had to quarantine when they've got here.
0: Yeah, and it's if, um, usually when that doesn't happen, we don't have much patience for that. Just Google Barnaby Joyce and the dog. You know that story? No. <laughs> no it's um johnny depp like... so johnny depp flew into australia this was several years ago it was him and and who's was it amber heard or someone who is now like having a massive legal battles right. they brought their dogs in without having them uh go through quarantine so barnaby joyce who's one of our one of our politicians who's very very australian and out back he's like he's basically i think he literally said we're going to put the dogs down okay. <laughs> <So he's> like... <laughs> right. and then then they had to go and create this video about how sorry they were so, no, no, normally you don't stuff around with that stuff. Um, someone else heard clipping. I hope that was a while ago and, and we're, we're clear now. Um, Tourist, would you now get another booster after contracting COVID because that is what you're expecting from Djokovic? Yeah, absolutely. you get another booster, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Totally. If that's why what wouldn't is. you?
1: Like, honestly, if that was also why I handled this so well.
0: Well, we, we think, but we, we can't... Again, we can't test it. No. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, it's... Yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, where everyone who has an opinion against this and sort of says, go and do your research, is basically just searching out the things to support their confirmation bias. I, tr- I, tr- <laughs> I trust the
1: experts.
0: I trust the experts. Yeah. yeah. I heard a funny comment the other day. Someone like someone saying all these people quoting Kubler-Ross, um, it's a little bit... Like, so Kubler-Ross is this sort of... This, this concept that... P- people are much more confident in their assertions than what they actually know, and then they quote this to try and. I don't know, I've, I've stuffed that up. It was funny, just believe me. So yeah, you would get another booster. I That's don't funny. know. Maybe I've had it, but I'd get another booster anyway. Um, Nick Douglas says, "I completely agree with Troy. I dislike Dan Andrews and Scott, but he has been dealt a shit hand. Yeah, they, they all have been. They all have been. Boris Johnson's been dealt a shit hand. You guys hate him, but you know." Um, AK okay, Tech can't get out of Canberra. I'm just scared to get COVID or be a close contact traveling It's so risky now. I I guess it depends on your situation. But, like, th- this is our office anyway, right? Like, mm. we work from here. We live in a very outdoorsy place anyway. The kids are off school for another 20 days. The Premier today indicated that maybe for Al because she will only become eligible for a shot on Monday, so 5 to 11-year-olds will become eligible on Monday, uh the premier said uh, primary school kids might not go back for the first week or two hmm. um and and you, you can do that without it really having lifelong impact right oh yeah but ari's ari's 12 he's double vaxxed he can go back on the 27th and possibly have to wear a mask he's a big boy
1: now
0: he's a big boy senior school he's been cooking dinner so.
1: yeah he's <laughs> a good cook too
0: um Sorry, I'm jumping around a bit because there's so many comments here. Uh, the ones from Richard are always good. I wouldn't worry too much about sanitizing. There is no evidence that COVID spreads from... Uh, well, could
1: you have told me that before, Richard? Fahrenheit before I spent an hour and a half sanitizing <laughs> that room.
0: Yeah. For folks just joining in, also, Richard's the guy marrying us too. So <laughs> we, we have a good affinity with with Richard. Yeah, so the We're still on, right? We're end. still on? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Well, You have to be able to get in. But we're still getting married. We're still getting married.
1: (laughs) And Richard is still going to marry
0: us if he can get in. Uh, uh, Richard also says no system is ever perfect. And and I think that's, I mean, there's a number of times like Scott and I have talked about security systems not having to be perfect to work. It's it's the same with this. Scott says Danny Rick, Danny Ricardo, F1 driver, had to isolate when he went back to Australia. Seems reasonable, and he would have been totally cool with that as well. I, I suspect he's a very different personality to uh, <laughs> to Djokovic. Um, so on here, Matt Matty eighty. The quarantine requirements were scrapped recently for double vaxed. Uh, now that that is true for people coming to Australia. So you know we've got our friend in Victoria whose parents are flying in from overseas yeah. shortly, and they I. I i believe they're both double vax which uh but i think there is still a quarantine requirement for like 72 hours where they have to do a negative test or something
1: yeah but then uh, the rules are different from different states because i was still reading that in queensland you still have to isolate for Uh, two weeks
0: that that is true so you um you or at least there there was a time there last month where you couldn't fly into queensland internationally but you could fly into another state yeah to to be honest i think as, as far as australia goes we will get parity very, very soon for everywhere other than Western Australia, and then that's just a matter of time. So whether you fly into Victoria or here, and how many times have we said? I, I think the, the chronology here is: we'll get parity nationally across Australia, and then we'll start to get parity internationally. And then it's just a question: of how long will it take? So before your family can fly over, it will happen.
1: One day we did say that last year too. Well, we said fact. it's a
0: matter of time last year, and that was right. I just didn't expect it to be quite this long. Uh, yeah, Brendan's confirmed. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Glad we're up on the uh, on the <laughs> the gossip there. Um, Errol, I'm really glad that you both uh, and the rest of your family overcame co without serious impact. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> like uh-huh. we. And I I don't feel that it's a hundred percent behind us yet. Uh, only insofar as we, we just we, we just can't go out and do normal stuff, not because we're worried about us, but because of everyone else, frankly, mm. at the moment. <sighs> James so says... Comments.
1: We're never going to be able to eat dinner tonight,
0: are we? Oh, we're going to have to kill it soon. A <laughs> friend of mine supplies Fox with a lot of props, so quite interested in movies continuing down here. So, I mean, James has kind of made the point that there's all these industries that we want to keep going, and, and this mm. is... And I'm sure it's the same in other parts of the world, but this has been one of the biggest uh, contentious points here in Australia where there's like there's almost these polar opposites, where so there's one side going, so you got to open up the country, keep the economy going, keep the jobs and keep the businesses alive. There's the other side going, we need to not die. And they're very absolute positions. And I think the struggle for the government has been, how do you balance these two imperatives? Because you, you can't be all on one side or all on the other side. So how much, when? And it hasn't all been linear too. So, you know, New South Wales is, is now... Um, locking down nightclubs and dancing and singing and things like this mm. again because their, their outbreak has just been massive. But
1: then with, again, it's interesting to see, like, with Norway, it's the only country in Europe at the moment that are not serving alcohol, even, like, at restaurants.
0: Jeez, I'm glad we're here. <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> but can you go to, like, the Vino Mopalopalopas thing?
1: Yeah. What's probably, it called? Vino
0: <laughs> Can you go there and get alcohol and take it home?
1: Uh... Yeah I would assume so but I don't live in nowhere at the moment so I'm actually not sure so if there's any Norwegians on there that can confirm but um, yeah still like it's um, you can't go out and have like a nice dinner with a glass of wine. Right. Like it's like it's like a big difference of a nightclub versus actually going out for just a burger yeah. and a beer. Like but you can't even do that.
0: The, the other thing is you can't exactly go to downtown Oslo now and sit outside and enjoy your Oh we have outdoor
1: heaters. You'll be alright.
0: <laughs> but you know, like we could do that. We could do that here. Like it's twenty six degrees Celsius at the moment. And actually here's a fun fact. So we, we none of us have left the boundaries of this property since I think the second Mm. Uh, so like five days, or well, this would be six days in total now. And I've somehow closed my exercise rings every single day, going up and down the stairs, jumping in and out of the pool. We've been playing in the canal. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I
1: was just reading Scott's comment. And you, what he calls, you can read it out loud. But he says, yeah, you could, when we were there, because Scott was in Oslo, we loaded up in duty-free and then at the Gov Mafia booth shop. So it's Can like, you
0: explain the Mafia booth shop? That is
1: Vin Monopoodle.
0: How's that it, is, why Was it mafia?
1: Huh? It's not mafia. But it's basically like all alcohol is sold, if it's more than 4.5%, is sold at a dedicated wine and spirit shop in Norway that is owned by the government. So, um, And it costs a fortune going there. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is a bit, bit weird. Like, you know, Norway have a lot of um, like a bit like old christian religious stuff like you know like on yeah. election day you won't uh, you're not allowed to buy alcohol they've got come.
0: like weird rules even without covid mm. so uh Stephen says the boosters are good even if you've had covid i think you'd need to wait a bit after getting infected test seems to show a pretty hefty increase in antibodies after the fourth jab richard said he's coming for our wedding <laughs> which is good uh he's a kiwi after all so he does have that
1: that's good. You can hack the system.
0: <laughs> AK Tech said, Troy, you should have come to camper for Summonats. So I, I, this was actually one of the things on all the different ideas we we're throwing around about what we do over the holidays. Summonats was one of them. So for for folks who don't know what Summonats is, uh, it's basically like um, a redneck rev head heaven for several days with just like drag cars and burnouts. and.
1: What did I miss? Because I was reading a comment. Were you summonats.
0: We're gonna go, remember we said we are going to go to Summonats?
1: never heard
0: of that that was literally yes i'll show you another time it's it's uh yeah, it's it's a very very it's a very car thing and a very kind of modified burnout So when going to the
1: big mullet festival
0: <laughs> i think there would be in the venn diagram of summer Nats and the big mullet festival there would be a lot in the middle bit a lot in the middle bit so that that would have been good uh what else because i think we are going to have to go and get some dinner soon um Scott says in the UK we can buy flammable booze anywhere we like. Yeah, it's mostly like that here. Um, but yeah, and as Richard said, the the Vin mon- Monopoly thing. Vin Monopoly. It's not so much it's mafia.
1: Vine monopoly. <laughs>
0: vine monopoly. It's a cartel. Uh, Michelangelo says 26C is awesome. We had a we had a bad summer last year, so I missed the nice weather things. Uh boy. Stefan says stores aren't allowed to sell alcohol above 2.5% here in Iceland either. Only the government stores well, restaurants can, but you can't allow to leave the restaurant with your drinks. Is
1: it 2.5, Stefan, or is it 4.5? Because at least it's 4.5 in
0: Jeez, Norway. Two You'd need to have a lot of those, wouldn't you? So one of the things I think you found strange here, we're getting off COVID now, but mm. like we have BYO, so you can take... The, the, the restaurant has to accept it, but a lot of them here do. Like you can take any wine you want you know, like a, your cheapy bottle from home or you like epic bottle from home, whatever you want, and you can take it to the restaurant and then drink it there. And then if you don't drink it all, or if you take two and you don't drink it all, you can take home whatever's left as well. Yeah. It's very casual here. It um, is very
1: casual. But in, I think in Norway, it's like you earn, that's where the money is for a lot of the restaurants is in the alcohol.
0: It is for a lot of restaurants here too, but then it's attractive to customers to be able to BYO because it saves them money. So they kind of... Look, if if you went to like a five-star silver service restaurant, you couldn't do it. But like Raf's Place, as you know, it's BYO. BYO Beer as well.
1: Yeah. Look what Richard is saying.
0: Uh, What's Richard said? Um,
1: He did publish a pandemic geek out. I
0: I saw that pop up on my podcast list, actually. So for folks that haven't listened to the .NET Rocks geek outs, listen to that. So you should actually listen to that. So we, we probably should have listened to that while we're sitting around here trying to... Well, you know, we weren't... I was going to say figure, sitting around here trying to figure out what to do. Every day has actually flown by, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. And like, uh, I, I just decided to do different... Like, I divided up my days. Like, with morning, I would do all my work emails. And then I would like... When I transitioning into lunch, and then I would do like yoga, <laughs> and steam shower. <laughs> And then I would sit out in the balcony and I would read, and then like it would transition into evening. I would watch my iPad, and then like it would be dinner, and then like early night. So I do feel like the day just did kind of disappear. It did.
0: I, I guess that's where we we were a bit fortunate. You're like, oh, I just went from my steam shower to my balcony in the sun to. <laughs> And it sounded very, very, very privileged, which, which it is, and we're very conscious of that. Absolutely. But I, I still think the principle of like you broke the day down and it's like you, you you found some time for exercise and then you found some time to like, you know, have a bath or a shower or something and then a different time to watch. Yeah. So it wasn't just Because if like, you just
1: sit there and like yeah. just look into a screen all the time as well, like I feel very repetitive and it doesn't feel good for you because you don't really feel like you've actually done something with your day. Yeah. So you just need to kind of feel like and like i would have calls with people like facetime or yeah. try and catch up so you would do different things during the day cuz i just didn't want to end up sitting there and just kind of not produce anything or do anything or yeah i was uh, even looking up uh, i'm going to start sewing again so i was like looking up new sewing techniques so i feel like i've been like learning different things now so i'm like fired up to teach l how to sew while we're in lockdown yeah, we're not in lockdown but no. a volunteer self-imposed yeah
0: self-imposed well self-imposed mostly stay at home go for some walks that sort of thing and actually it's been crap weather too so there's been that like it's been normally this time of year it's just blue skies every single day and 30 plus degrees and it's been raining at some time or another i think every single day so yeah we've we've stayed entertained oh absolutely but we're fine Okay, that's been really long, and it's been nothing at all to do with tech. So, But mind you, we've had more concurrent viewers today. But I don't know if that's because of you or because of the topic, but thanks, folks, for watching. It's it's just been weird. That's just been our experience. Charlotte's fine.
1: I'm fine. The rest a, of us think we're fine sorry that the room later. service is done now. Now I have to go back to doing yeah. house chores. Are you
0: doing dinner tonight? Oh. <laughs> Can I start tomorrow? It seems to be. Okay. <laughs> Might heat some pizzas. All right. <laughs> thanks, folks. See ya.
1: Bye.